This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. We're joined now by John Fund. He's a columnist for National Review. John, great to have you. A pleasure. Thank you, Buck. So you have a piece up in the Wall Street Journal, John, that you co-author with Hans von Spakovsky, another uh, guest here that we have in the Freedom Hut as, as often as we can. Uh, do illegal votes decide elections? Uh, Trump started this furor with his tweet about millions of illegals voting. Everyone said, oh, that's ridiculous. Do illegals vote? Yes, of course they do. Uh, I think Donald Trump was a little premature in putting a number to it because the worst part of our election system, Buck, is we don't know how much chicanery, fraud, and incompetence there is in our election system. But we have lots of clues, which I'm happy to go into with you, including today's clue that one half of Detroit, Michigan's precincts can't be recounted because there was so much sloppiness involved in casting the votes. I'm not saying it's fraud, but I'm saying it's a lot of incompetence there, and it's been going on there for 20, 30 years. And that clearly gets people's attention, Michigan being one of the key states that Donald Trump had to win to defeat Hillary Clinton. And the margin was small. It was a kind of margin where sloppy vote tallying could have some, uh, some some impact. But does that mean that Jill Stein is right to demand a recount, John? Well, look, I believe if people want to pay for a recount, and it's not of the taxpayer's dime, they should have a recount. However, she waited three weeks for her request, which m- clearly makes it a political ploy, because she didn't have any evidence to present. Uh, and what happened, of course, is with the election... Just a few days ago, the the recount. I'm sorry, there's just a, pl- a plane going by. It happens. It's okay. I'm I'm here in New York City. We hear all the fire trucks and ambulances that pass by the Freedom Hut day in and day out, John. So no worries. What What happens is uh, the Electoral College meeting on December 19th. Jill Stein's intent was obviously to carry the recount into that period so that the electors couldn't meet and that Trump's victory would somehow be tainted. So it was clearly a political ploy. But now, can you make the case for me? I mean, you're, you, you know this stuff backwards and forwards. John, you've been studying this for a long time and writing on it for a long time. What is the most compelling case that there is not just, you know, I, th- I think I could even get MSNBC hosts to admit that a couple of illegals probably voted in the last election and they shouldn't have. And it was illegal for them to vote. And I'm talking about, you know, illegal aliens voting. Uh, but what's the most pro- what's the most potent case you can make or what evidence can you point to that we're not talking about three or four here? We're talking about numbers that could actually make a difference in a state like Michigan, where the margin was very small. There was an academic study that was conducted in 2014 
which looked at 30,000 people who had voted, and it asked them, are you a non-citizen? And if you're a non-citizen, are you registered? And if you're registered, did you vote? And they found that in the 2008 presidential election, 15% of non-citizens said they were registered to vote, and 6% of all non-citizens voted in that election. If that were the case, we're talking about the Senate race in Minnesota being flipped, and that was the famous Al Franken race that gave Democrats 60 filibuster-proof seats in the Senate and gave us Obamacare because the Republicans couldn't mount a filibuster against it. It also probably flipped a couple states over to Barack Obama. Now, when you, whenever this issue comes up, there'll be like a a, a splainer piece on Vox.com or on the HuffPost or whatever, and they'll they'll pull all the prosecutions for voter fraud that have happened. And it, it, there aren't that many. There are some, which, of course, then also means they can't claim there are none, which is somehow often said even still on TV by pundits with big platforms. But anyway, uh, they'll look at them. And they'll say, well, see, look, look at how many prosecutions there have been for voter fraud. Uh, how, do, how do you respond to that, John, that there are so few prosecutions? Is it just because well, we're not but, looking for it? Well, that's part of it. If you don't look for something, you're not going to find it. And of course, in a secret ballot, if you have somebody show up at a polling place who says they're dead or who's otherwise ineligible and they're not checked with an ID or something like that, they throw their ballot in with everybody else's. It can never be pulled out and examined. But the real answer is the number you're hearing is a federal prosecutions by the Justice Department. Well, you know, Buck, that most voting is all voting is done at the state and local level. That's who controls the vote. So most of the prosecutions, 95 percent of them are done at the state and local level. They don't show up in the statistics that you hear. The only ones the feds do are things that cross state lines or are giant conspiracies. Is it fair to say that there have been elections, at least at the state level or higher, in the last 50 years that uh, have turned because of illegal votes or turned because of, uh, you know, illegal activity around voting? If the numbers by this academic study at Old Dominion and George Mason, which has, I think, been ratified by a recent November 2016 study just last month by a group called America's Coalition, if that's accurate, every close election in the country could have turned on illegal voting, every single one of them. Every single one of them. I mean, that's astonishing. We're, we're always told that, you know, why would illegals vote? There's no reason for them to vote. They don't need to break the law. There's well, no purpose. In first it. of all, many of them are misled. Many of them are told if you're applying for citizenship here, you can register to vote. It's just a pr- procedure. And then they're told you can vote because you're in the line to become a citizen. So some of them are misled. Some of them are encouraged and paid to go vote. In Orange County, California, it used to be five, ten, fifteen dollars. Here, sign up, register to vote, and go and vote. And of course, California makes it illegal to ask people for ID at the polls. So here you have this problem in California. You can get a driver's license if you're an illegal alien. You don't need an ID to vote, and your driver's license can get you other documents that allow you to not only vote but to register to vote others and collect ballots. So if the honor system doesn't work, which we're kind of on an honor system here when it comes to all this, how hard would it be to shore up the voting system so that this kind of fraud wouldn't happen? Well, there are two things that the Obama administration has done to discourage integrity of elections. The first is the states have asked the Department of Homeland Security over and over again, Buck, please give us your list of legal non-citizens, legal non-citizens, and we can compare them with our voter registration rolls and see if their people are voting. We have a clue that this is happening because often people will, will sign up to register to vote, then they'll get a jury notice and they'll write back saying, I, I can't serve in your jury because I'm a non-citizen. 
non-citizens. So this is a this is a real problem. Trump shouldn't have come out with the numbers, but this notion of the media peddles, John. This is the last one I'll have for you because I know you got to run. Uh, this idea the media puts out there that there's no illegal voting and then and that it is preposterous to even think that it could turn an election. You don't buy that at all. Well, the other thing the Obama administration has done is it four states have passed laws, Arizona, Alabama, Georgia, Kansas, that say if you want to register to vote, you have to prove you're a citizen. The Obama administration has taken them to court. It has sued them. It has tried to block them in every way possible. I hope that the incoming Trump Justice Department turns that around and says, look, if a state wants to demand citizenship proof to register to vote, that is a reasonable attempt to police the election and make sure we don't have. Remember, we have something like 30 to 40 million non-citizens in this country, most of them legal, but many of them illegal. This would help prevent that large group of people from being encouraged to cast an illegal ballot. And you know what they say, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Absolutely. John Fund is a columnist for National Review, and you can also read his latest piece in the Wall Street Journal, Do Illegal Votes Decide Elections? John, great to have you. Hope you make your flight. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.